You're listening to Acts of Impact, the show where we interview organizations and individuals to learn about the positive contributions they are making around us. On today's show, we interview with Free to Love, an award-winning nonprofit dedicated to helping our youth, ending bullying, and celebrating individuality. We'll discuss mental health, bullying, and self-love, how these topics uniquely affect our youth and those in the LGBTQ community, and the work Free to Love does to empower confidence and self-expression. You are guaranteed to love our next guest. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to Acts of Impact. I'm your host, Nicholas Hill, and we're here with today's guest, Tanya Sandis. Tanya is founder of Free to Love, a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering, uplifting, and saving the lives of youth through the arts. Tanya, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Super excited to chat with you today. Yeah, I'm excited too. It's really great to have you here. And I always love talking to founders because you have kind of unique insight into why the organization was started. And so I wanted to start by just asking, why did you start Free to Love? What was going on in the world that made you want to get involved in this way? Yeah, uh, great question. Well, you know, everybody has a life changing moment, if you will. And about 11 years ago, I was, um, dealt with one of those where my mother was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and she had literally weeks to live. And what happened during that time was uh, not only were we bracing ourselves for like a life-changing moment, but young people were losing their lives to suicide. And it really got me thinking, this is like such a weird kind of dichotomy where like, you know, I have my mother who's like taking her last breaths and there's young people who had nowhere to turn. And my wife and I decided that we'd start Free to Love. And we wanted to have a safe space where someone who didn't know where to turn could come to uh, an organization such as ourselves. What are some of the founding principles of Free to Love? What would you say was the philosophy behind the organization? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Free to Love itself, was really important to us because we have to love ourselves first. I mean, I think that's the, the whole aspect is once we can love who we are or say, hey, you know, I really dig that about myself, then we can love others and go out into the world and, and have that, that awesomeness. Um, so that was one of the reasons. Also taking the pain that we were experiencing and turning that into power by uplifting and kind of giving young people the tools to say, hey, we're glad you're here. And I think that's really super important. And then secondly, I come from the entertainment world, but actually Kim and I both too, and utilizing the arts to uplift and engage and have conversations with uh, young people. Those are like really the most uh, important. And then I, I guess also one of the things uh, that we really focus on is about not shaming young people. So if they're being bullied or if they're bullying someone or if they're coming out or or, you know, we just don't label people and we don't shame them. And what we do is we uplift and we educate. And that's kind of our major philosophy. You bring to mind something that I saw on your website, which is that, you know, you talked about the, the bullying aspect of it. And it said that one in three children have reported being bullied at school. 
and about 30% have admitted to bullying others. So clearly it's, it's an issue that is important to address. You and I are talking in July. We've just finished Pride Month in June. And on your website, it mentions that some of these issues that we're talking about, mental health, bullying, self-love, these are problems that really greatly affect the LGBTQ plus community. Can, can you elaborate on that for us a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and sadly, sometimes the bullying happens within their own home. Um, uh, you know, families aren't accepting their, uh, their LGBTQ plus uh, youth. Uh, children and uh, they shame them and they bully them and uh, they're they're I think they're often more bullied well they are more bullied than their um, heterosexual peers and so this is a big bucket for us this is super important to us to go out and have the dialogue and conversation and even for parents we do a lot with PFLAG which is you know family members of uh, uh, youth that are LGBTQ plus um, and we just want to have that dialogue and just let people know that uh, uh, love your children as they are, that that's the way they're meant to be. And, and that's, that's so important to us. And so we do lots of outreach. As a matter of fact, we were just in Los Angeles and we filmed a roundtable and it was really about queer representation in the film industry and how are we being, you know, seen and um, portrayed and uh, can we get better at this? And, and, and are we looking at the queer community as villains? And why aren't we having positive storylines? And that's really, really important. So it was super important to us to film this and to have this conversation so we can have the standards raised to let our stories be seen and heard and to show that we're really not that different from uh, our, our heterosexual peers, if you will. And I want to point out another um, statistic that I found in my research, uh, which is horrifying, but says that um, gay, lesbian, and bisexual youth are almost four times more likely to attempt suicide than their straight peers. With transgender youth, that number is even higher, nearly 12 times as likely. Do you, have you seen that things are moving in the right direction? Are, are we progressing? Are we moving backwards? And then also just how has the pandemic kind of come into play there? Yeah, well, those, those are really great questions. And on some levels, I believe that we have a generation of young people who just won't tolerate hate. And so what we're finding is, especially with the plant pandemic, is young people are use, utilizing their voice to start conversations and to call people out and say, hey, uh, this is not acceptable. And I think that's really awesome. But then we have legislation that kind of rip this all down. And so it gets everybody divided. And I think that what we have to do as an organization is start the conversations in a very safe environment and share um, tools, to let them know that they're perfect just the way they are. And I think that's what's happening when you have all this legislation and, and letting people say, oh, you can't say gay in school or whatever have you. It's really just basically shaming that community and letting them feel less than. And so we, we really talk to the LGBTQ community and let them know what are things that you can do to shine and be your best self. And that's where Express It came in talking about COVID. Um, you know, we were able to go out and, and, and uh, have 
lots of outreach through the arts, whether it be our Cirque shows or music or, uh, you know, in-person workshops. But with COVID, we, that all kind of came to a halt and our LGBT youth uh, were struggling, really struggling. And uh, sometimes they weren't even safe in their homes. So we created Express It. And Express It is a 72 page uh, journal in which we, we partnered with youth advocates and child um, specialists and uh, talked about what are some of the conversations we could have. So if they're alone, they could kind of utilize this book as a trusted friend. And then we made uh, virtual workshops, which was amazing. And when we started that, we, we were like, oh, let's see how this goes. And honestly, uh, Nicholas, it's like been amazing. We're like in our fourth iteration of this book. Uh, the, it's gone over so well. And what's really neat is a lot of youth that have experienced this workshop then want to go and bring it to their community. And uh, so that's that's been really amazing. And yeah, I think I hope I answered all all those questions you, you know my favorite thing is to throw eight questions at a time at someone and not <laughs> see what sticks no i think that's we covered some really important points there and one thing that you and i talked about previously is that the world is in a, a bit of a mental health crisis right now and you've talked a little bit about some of the unrest and uneasiness and i'm glad that we touched on the program for express it i think it's really important and you've told me that you can barely keep the book in stock now is that right yeah absolutely um matter of fact it is uh i, I just can't believe how how well it's doing uh, we are now partnering all over the country with uh, hospitals and schools and LGBT uh, groups and Boys and Girls Club. I mean, you name it, we've, we've partnered with them. And what I like about that is it's so neat to hold hands with other organizations and give them the tools to start these conversations because we are in a mental health crisis. Uh, the, the stats are staggering and I believe it's like, uh, like 85 percent of youth are struggling with some type of mental health issues and 20 uh, percent of them I think ask for help um, and that that's just staggering and so we have to figure out ways and tools to kind of have those conversations and also let youth know it's okay not to be okay and so we do that through our workshops or we do that through our we have a billboard campaign or we do it through PSAs you know we do it through memes any way we can try to get that message out there that um, you're not alone. That's, I think that's the, the vital aspect of mental health is that they feel so isolated and it's so sad that um, they're feeling that there's nowhere to turn. And so I think that we owe it to, to ourselves and to our youth and to our future youth that, uh, that, that, that there's, you know, there's always an answer. There's always an answer. And so what I always tell people and I tell the people listening is, check in, check in, even if you think, if you're a parent, check in with your kids. I do this regularly with my own children to have real conversations without any kind of shame wrapped around it. You know, how's it going? Uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, parents say, I didn't, I didn't see any signs, but it's just really just keep checking in and keep, uh, even if you're, if you don't have kids, check in with your friends. It doesn't matter how old you are, always check in because right now all of us are struggling with mental health issues. And it's so cool just to reach out and say, hey, I was thinking about you, how you doing? Not like, how's the weather? You know, like, how are you really doing? Those are, those are the kind of questions we have to start having those kind of dialogues. And I wanna to touch a little bit before we, before we move off the Express It kind of uh, program, 
Can you just tell me what are some of the activities that are in this book? Like what are some of the, the skills that, that it teaches for someone reading it? Absolutely. Well, it's all about a toolkit, if you will. I mean, we have a mood tracker, which I think is super fun, that talks about like, you know, what's your mood today? And where do you want to be? And how, how, what are tools that we could maybe get to that space? Or uh, maybe the people who annoy you and why do they annoy you? And maybe flip it, flip the script. What are things that actually you like about that person? So just getting the thought process switched from you know, the negative aspect into positive aspects or into a fear that we can then push into, um, you know, what is it that's, that's holding you back? And so there's lots of prompts like that that talk about um, if you bullied someone, why is it you think that you bullied that person? And what do you wish you would have done and that, you know, that you didn't do? Uh, what are things that you're grateful for? So there's like all different types of prompts. Let me just grab one. Let me see if I can flip through a few pages because um, it's just it's just amazing and it was just so much fun making it uh, with a lot of young people because these are these are conversations they wanted to have like five songs that change my mood and then there's a mood meter like does it make me happy sad angry frustrated um, because you know it's okay it's it's totally okay to have anger that's that anger that propels you that is not destructive anger. And so it's kind of like identifying what is it that you're going through? Like, what is the, the actual emotion that you are experiencing? And I think that's, uh, you know, really, really important. And then we do things like self-portrait when I'm happy. And then right across from it is like a self-portrait when I'm sad. Yeah, because sometimes we're just sad and sometimes we're happy and that's okay. Um, then we ask them to create their ideal world. So like, what does your world look like? What do, what do you want to envision for yourself? Um, and then I'll just talk about uh, uh, Battle Cry, what's worth fighting for. So th there's like 72 prompts that um, you can doodle, draw, scribble, write a poem, rip it, tear it. Um, it's really meant to express yourself. Something else that Free to Love does that I thought was really cool were your We Care packages. And I want to move over to those uh, for a moment. Can you just tell us a little bit about what the We Care packages are and, and kind of what their intent was? Yeah, absolutely. First of all, everything that Free to Love does is at no charge to underrepresented youth, which we're very proud of. Um, we want to make sure that Every young person who is either struggling with their identity, being bullied, considering self-harm, has um, a place in us and also can receive this We Care package that you mentioned. And the We Care package is just that. It's like, we care. We want to we wanna send you out a package with a handwritten note. It'll have an empowerment uh, ban, um, maybe one or two of them, depending on uh, who the youth is. It'll have the expressive book in it. Sometimes it has t-shirts in it. So it's really, a, it's really for someone to say, hey, guess what? We care. We care. We're here for you. Uh, we invite them to become advocates, to take whatever they're going through and turn that into power. And it could be an advocate of just watching us on social or interacting with us on social or going out into their community and then sharing their story on our, this is my story, story platform. So we really want to engage the person who's reaching out to us to say, not only are you not alone, we're your, we're family, we're here to help you be lifted. And uh, it becomes a really beautiful experience. And I'm, we're really proud of that in our advocacy program. 
you you've just reminded me of several stories that you and I have talked about. You told me about a young lady who was a professional youth car racer. Um, would you be willing to share that? Yeah, I, um, it was so cool. Um, gosh, uh, I can't remember at the, the age that she was when she first reached out to us, but she was a, a young youth professional car racer. And what I loved about it is her parents had her do research on like what organizations speak to her. And then she asked to speak to myself. And so I, we did an interview and she said, you know, what I really want to do is I want to have conversations on the racetrack because there's so many people that are being bullied in my area. And so we talked about it. We came up with the plan and she decked her car out on the back. It, our slogan is friends don't let friends bully. So on the tailgate of her, her car was friends don't let friends uh, bully nice and black and pink. And on the hood was free to love. And then she had a uh, message, rock, love, not hate on the car itself. And after every race, uh, we had made these kits up for the kids and she went out and she talked to them about the importance of following your passion and being kind and it doesn't mean that you know if you want to follow your passion that you need to tear someone down and it was just it was just a, a really beautiful experience and that's the type of things we do with our advocates is we find their passion whether it be race car driving or cirque or baseball or arts whatever it might be we kind of kind of put together a package and we help them go out into their communities and have those conversations because when they come from their heart and their passion, then real change can happen. And to steal your thunder a little bit, I know that Free to Love has impacted more than 35,000 of these under-resourced youth. You've donated 20,000 We Care packages. I'm curious, are there any other you know, stories that stand out to you that, that you'd be willing to share? Oh, yeah. I mean, there we have tons of stories. But remember when we first started out, there was a young man who uh, was born with a heart defect. And um, he had to have so many surgeries. So he had uh, very visible scars if he was wearing like a crew neck. And he was uh, relentlessly bullied for these scars. And young people were telling him just to go, you know, like that he's not worth it and go kind of take his life. And I was just uh, destroyed when I heard that, just gutted by that. And we, we got to talking and we invited him to be an advocate. And we told him how amazing it is that he's in this world and that he has his own voice and that kind of not to let these young people, you know, basically rent space in his head. and long story short, we invited him to be an advocate. And to this day, I mean, I think I mean, he must have come to us in his teens and he's now like into his twenties. He's now an advocate and he's constantly uh, making a difference in his community. And I think that's just beautiful when, when we could take the story of someone being bullied and kind of flip the script on that is just so super powerful. And we've, we've had stories also of young people who bullied uh, people um, and they realized that they were just trying to figure out, they were frustrated and this made them feel powerful and they themselves were being bullied by a family, family member. And so just giving them the space, if you will, to tell their story and then share it on our website under this is my stories really empowered them to realize that, that, um, they were the person who was going through the hard time and they were the ones that needed, um, assistance and um, things like that are really just powerful and really beautiful. Again, it's coming from them by not calling them a bully. Like that's another thing we don't call someone uh, who is who is bullying a bully. We, we it's the act of bullying because we know that if we shame them, 
then we can't really have a conversation. You just touched on something uh, you mentioned on your website that people listening can go and see these stories. I want to actually dive in a little bit on all of the different things that someone can do to help. You know, we've talked about your mission. We've talked about some of the amazing work that Frida Love is doing. How can people get involved to help or just do more in their communities to support your cause? Yeah, um, thanks for that question. Well, we have on our uh, website, we have a Get Involved page and it, it kind of outlines the various ways, um, but there, I'll, I'll go through them real quick is one, uh, join our advocacy program, you know, uh, we'll, we'll help you go out in your community and, and uh, make a difference. Uh, number two, you can donate. We do monthly donate programs uh, that are awesome and every donation that comes in uh, goes to our WeCare program and or our outreach that we offer, as I mentioned uh, at the top, uh, at no charge to underrepresented youth. We have merchandise that every, every time someone buys a t-shirt, a book, uh, uh, empowerment uh, merchandise, we then utilize the, the funds and funnel it to our WeCare package, which allows us to donate those WeCare packages to young people who are struggling you can join our pledge. We, we, we ask people to pledge kindness. I mean, it doesn't, it's cost nothing. Just go out and be kind. Um, and then we have our million sign mission uh, where we're asked people to download our free, friends don't let friends bully, uh, post it, hashtag us on social and spread the message that, you know, friends don't let friends bully. And so there's a lot of different ways you can get involved and sharing your story is another one that is really um awesome. We love it. So tell us your story. We want to know, we want to share it with other people because you might just spark something that someone thought that they were alone on. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's really, really a, a neat way to kind of give back too. So there's a lot of various ways that you can give back that really don't um, cost a, a financial investment. And then there's the people who have the resources, uh, then we definitely, you know, would love to, to have you support us on that level also check in with the companies that you work for. They may have matching programs um, and things that you can do to help out as well. Tanya, before we close out today, I just want to ask if there's someone listening um, to the show that, that may be struggling with some of the things that, that we've talked about, what, what message would you have for them or, or what might you want them to know? Yeah. I mean, the first thing I would like to say to them is I'm really sorry. I'm sorry that they're feeling um, sad or if they're being bullied or if they're feeling anxiety or that they don't fit into this world. I'm, I'm super sorry about that. And that I want them also to know that there's always someone who is there for you, whether it be a parent, a friend, or even like anonymous uh, resources online. There's discords that you could go to. I want every young person to know that there's always a place that you can find for lack of a better word, your, uh, your people, you know, people that, that, that you can relate to. Um, I hope that free to love would be that space, but guess what? It doesn't have to be. I, I want you just to know that there's a space that's really, really important. Um, if you are struggling and uh, reach out to us, we'd love to send you a week care package. That's super important. And if you think you need help, there's, there's uh, resources, you know, there's the new 988 um, I believe that just passed that you can, you can call into, uh, no questions asked. Um, and with us, we're very anonymous. If there, you know, if you need something, we're here. 
Um, so yeah, just know that you're not alone and there's always someone that's there for you. Tanya, thank you so much. And thank you for volunteering your time today to talk with us. Thank you for everything that Free to Love is doing. I know that you're impacting a lot of lives in a very positive way. And I hope you have a great 2022. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Today's show was directed and produced by me, with music from Alex Grohl. Special thanks to our guests for their time and insight. If you liked today's episode, please follow us wherever you listen to podcasts, and consider leaving a review, as it will help us to spread the word about the show. You can view more information about today's episode online at actsofimpact.com. Thank you for listening.